Remember, remember the 5th of November. Hail, salutations, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the GNA Podcast. I'm your host, Blue Shark 45, and no, we did not tie Cecil up and stick him into a coffin six feet under the ground. He's just running late. I am joined by several hosts tonight, all of which are, oddly enough, not wearing Halloween costumes. So if this shit is not your season, you don't like Halloween, you don't like scary costumes, don't worry, we don't have them. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we've got the normal crew tonight. Uh, we've okay. Damox got <laughs> Damox got uh, a bloody clown mask on. It looks like uh, Damox. How you doing tonight, sir? Oh, not too bad. How about you? I'm doing all right. I'm kind of flailing. I managed to forget the intros, the openers that I was going to do for all of you guys. But you know. It's cool. Um, we're also joined by Zyber's chair. It's a lovely chair. It's pretty. Oh, and Zyber's. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's just so lovely. It's a very beautiful orange OPC. And uh, Zyber's wearing a Deadpool mask. In the spirit of Deadpool, we shall uh, say inappropriate things and scare away small children. Uh, we're also joined by the man, the myth, the legend, and if I remembered chemistry, I could tell you whether or not he doesn't do well in water, potassium hydroxide. How are you doing, Ico? I'm doing phenomenal. How are you? How are you, how are you doing? I, I, Hold on, I'm wait, doing wait. all right. Did you say nominal or phenomenal? <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's get down to brass tacks. What is everyone drinking tonight? Because this is GNA, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, and we got to talk about the alcohol. So, Co, what are you partaking in tonight? I got Dragon's Milk. I went back to it. I haven't had it in like two weeks, and I missed the flavor. Nice, chocolatey flavor. Uh, it's really good, despite what everyone else thinks about it. <laughs> now, that's just I never a regular... Had it. Yes, this is just the regular Dragon's Milk. I saw the triple, uh, and I want to try it, but I haven't found it in stores yet. Uh, someone needs to send me Dragon's Milk, because they don't have it up here. I look at every beverage center, and I can't find it. We'll have to look into that. Uh, so, Zyber, since you're not drinking Dragon's Milk tonight, what are you partaking in? I am partaking in a lovely, lovely can of Monster Peach Tea Rehab. I'm out of booze. <laughs> it's a sad, sad day. How's that? Uh, how's the attack on that drink, though? Oh man, it is so weak. It's almost water. So very weak. There's barely any flavor, unless you like the smell of cat piss, because that's what the peach smell makes me think of. <laughs> so, so, so a cat piss, a horrible attack, and are you getting any energy from that? Uh, I feel like I can pass out right now. <laughs> so it is counterproductive. All right. 
And uh, Damoc, what are you drinking tonight? So, I'm not drinking the Monster Rehab Peach because that's like the worst fucking tasting Monster Rehab that they have. Uh, why did you even buy it, man? That's... Ugh. Uh, four bucks. Dude, that's fucking ridiculously overpriced. Where the fuck are you buying Monster? For oh, a four pack? Okay. At least it's four for bucks for a can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Uh... I am st- still partaking in these wonderful muscle relaxers and this uh, these other pills that are making the acid reflux stop. So I'm going to tempt fate and I'm going to drink a little bit of Dr. Pepper tonight. Because, you know, carbonation, acid reflux, I'm fucked. Beer makes it so much worse, though. Again, with the carbonated cough syrup. Man, who doesn't like fucking Dr. Pepper? What's wrong with you? Dr. Pepper this is guy. awesome. I don't. I had it as a kid. And I first sip, swear to God, I was like, this, I looked, I looked at my dad and I said, this tastes like carbonated cough syrup. Yeah. And he had anal as a kid too. So go figure. No, but I ate a lot of spinach. So for me, Dr. Pepper goes flat with like the first like two minutes you open the can or you pour a glass. So I'm just like, that's not much of a soda. Well, Okay, so the standard Dr. Pepper that most people buy is not that great. Uh, I will say that. But if you can get the, it used to be like the Dublin, Texas version, but now you can get it everywhere pretty much with the real sugar cane. That's good, Dr. Pepper. Like, if you get a chance, try it. Oh, the throwback? No, it's not the throwback. It's like the original Dr. Pepper was made with real sugar cane, not like how Pepsi's do it. But... Yeah, the real cane sugar, sugar cane, whatever the hell, try it. It's really fucking good. Cane sugar in any soda that I've had has been really good compared to the high fructose corn syrup iteration. Uh, no, the Mountain Dew throwback was fucking gross. And Mountain Dew doesn't even have a throwback, so I don't even understand. No, yeah. Technically, Mountain Dew is really just Mellow Yellow in a different brand. I can believe that. Sure. I'll, I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that, Damoc. I'm willing to give something another try. I know my fiance, she loves this stuff, but I, I can't stand it. No, Wait a minute. You've only tried it as a kid? You had one sip as a kid, and you were like, hand to God, I'm never having this again. Oh, Jesus. This is so gross. It's cough syrup. And you've never taken another sip of it again? You'd be like, you know what? Maybe I was just kind of weird with my taste buds as a child. Exactly, except I didn't do the whole hand to Jesus thing. I I wasn't that Baptist. <laughs> but uh moving on, um I'm uh I'm actually drinking beer that I got for my birthday. Cuz you know, parties, people come over, they leave what they bring, and uh I'm 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 convincing myself that I'm not going to buy any more beer or alcohol, but then I caved and I bought a bottle of rum a few weeks ago and then another bottle of rum and few weeks after that and then last weekend i bought a bottle of scotch but that's staying with the fiance so i'm enjoying a michelob amber bach dark lager what the and fuck's wrong with you i like this stuff this stuff's not that bad for for a dark lager that's cheap and you know mass produced it's not horrible is it the best no actually drinking that now Still not the best, but I'll tell you what, it tastes better than Bud Light or Budweiser. Um, and uh, I'm not going to waste beer in this household, so I've got four more bottles to finish, so 
I'll be drinking these until they're gone. And then I'll go out and I'll get some real beer like uh, Blue Moon. That's fair, man. Blue Moon is solid. It is. It's very solid. Um, so, new games have come out. Some of us may have convinced others to buy another game. So let's uh, let's go back around and uh, Daymok. What's your state of games? Uh well, I didn't want to buy it. I thought it was an epic exclusive. It turned out it wasn't an Epic exclusive. Epic just paid to keep it off of Steam, from my understanding, but it was on the Windows 10 store. I got it for a dollar, and it's worth a dollar. I'm playing Outer Worlds and enjoying the shit out of it. Is it on the uh, the Plus Market thing? What's the Plus Market thing? The Xbox Plus whatever the frig it is. Yeah, it's the Xbox Game Pass for PC beta. It's literally 99 cents for the first month and then it's 4.99 for every month after that. So I literally have 30 days of this game and what over 100 quote unquote other games, you know, for 30 days for 99 cents. Uh you're muted. So you didn't actually buy this game. You're just using the service right now to play it. Yeah, game pretty Pass. much. I, okay. I couldn't argue with it. It was a fucking dollar. And everybody was like, oh, this game is going to be so amazing. I'm like, yeah. I was not the biggest fan of Fallout New Vegas to begin with. So everybody was all hyped up and like, this is good. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. And I was like, eh. I watched gameplay for it for about uh, two hours. 76? No. Fallout New Vegas. It's by Obsidian. Outer Worlds by Obsidian. Yeah. They made Fallout New Vegas. Okay, okay, yeah. so you're just recanting on the developer. Right, because uh, everybody said it was, you know, ooh, Fallout New Vegas is going to be amazing, and I didn't enjoy it as much as other people did. It's by the same developer. Uh, I got to say it's worth a dollar. It, it's it's really fun, but it's only worth I a dollar to me. I thought uh, uh, Obsidian was pretty solid with their take on Fallout. Though. I mean, it's a pretty solid game. Sure, it had some minor issues, in my opinion, but... It looked pretty. Yeah, it looked pretty. Um, I'd say if you have an opportunity to play it, I, I won't buy it on console because fuck that noise. It's way too expensive. $60 for the game is not a good price for it. Uh, but if you're on PC and you don't have the Game Pass or you do, it's 5 bucks a month. Pick it up. Totally worth it. A lot of fun. Don't pay more than 5 bucks for it. All right. I can get down with that. Um, so, uh, Zyber. Uh, why don't you pontificate on uh, what games you're playing or what the state of games are right now? Well, my state of games lately has been, for the most part, uh, nil. Other than last night, I jumped into a little uh, inside. Uh, Ko is there. Um, it's actually a pretty fun game. It's it's dark and twisted, though. I mean, this one part where, like, you get chased by dogs. If you're not fast enough, those dogs go right for the jugular. And then like you hear the, the like ripping and tearing and then the pop of the neck. It's pretty brutal. Oh my goodness. And then Samara in the water. Oh, it's fun. I'm probably going to jump into that again uh, sometime very soon. Did you just say Ko was inside of you earlier? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was playing inside and Ko was there. <laughs> Now that's that one where are you're a kid and you're trying to escape. Yes. Like, okay. Yep. Gotcha. All right. Uh, it's Co. What about you? 
So I picked up The Outer Worlds. And I accidentally beat it seven hours in. <laughs> oh, come on, Co. You're not supposed to do that shit. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, so without going into much uh, into spoilers, uh, there's a point, I think after the first world, actually, where you have to go meet a specific person uh, and they kind of guide you uh, through a Monarch, which is one of the other planets you, you travel to. I didn't do that. I went straight to Monarch. And I cleared Monarch. And it turns out that's pretty much near the end of the game. And uh, yeah. So I am playing my second playthrough uh, completely differently and on the hardest difficulty now. And the dialogue in the game is top notch compared to... Uh, what I've experienced in older Elder Scrolls games and uh, Fallout games, uh, I definitely have to give it to the Obsidian team. They have done a, a great job with the, with the humor and the, the story and the branching paths that you can do. Uh, for example, uh, accidentally killing the officers who are trying to find out who owns the ship at the beginning of the game. Uh, there's an outcome that happens where a janitor comes to clean up if you accidentally kill those officers. And uh, <laughs> they're like, they ask you, so what happened here? And my response was, well, they just started randomly shooting each other. And uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. And his response was, well, damn it. That's the second time this week. <laughs> so that, that was great. That was a great experience. How the fuck did you go straight to Monarch? When you have to go and bypass some things to get the money to buy the pass to Jesus. That's the thing. You can go straight to Monarch. You don't have to do that zone. And I didn't. I was like, okay, how hard could Monarch actually be? I, I cheese the AI. Uh, I'm not going to lie about that. I, I played with their uh, with their pathing where they uh, the maximum distance. So I kill one or two. They reset and I kill them again. So eventually, I got caught up in levels and, and gear, and I just cleared the rest of the game through that uh, through that path. So basically, found uh, stuff they're probably going to patch. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, they, they give you lots of warning symbols saying uh, warning warning labels stating don't go there. Uh, you should probably go and talk to this. You know, the, the main quest characters are all like, "Yeah, you know, you need to go here. You should do this." You know, so it's. I think it's the developer's intention to allow you to do so if you wanted to. Well, that's good. No. So it gives you kind of like uh, Breath of the Wild where you could you could go straight for the freaking castle if you want to. But yeah. it's better off going through all the other stuff first. Yeah, there's much more to experience if you play it out properly. No. <laughs> no, like that has to be patched because that's game breaking. They have it designed so that you can do it. No, they even tell you that you cannot land or visit Monarch until you get a landing pass because the planet itself is restricted, hence why you have to go through the rest of it. So if they allowed you to go straight to it, that's broken because you're not supposed to go. They give you a yes or no option and you click yes and then they say, are you sure? And you click yes. And then the NPCs tell you, you should probably go talk to this NPC. And I'm like, ah. I'll listen to my own gut and then just keep going. Yeah, it's it's in the game. I'm telling you. 
I did it. So it's not going to get patched. <laughs> Be a rebel, Daymok. I mean, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I had something similar to what you're talking about, Co. Um, so I've been playing a lot of uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, still loving that game. Uh, the patch they did a couple weeks ago, uh, it's been really good. Uh, I read some notes. They're talking about, you know, adding back in AI at some point. Because you, you either play with someone else or you play completely by yourself in this game. But um, I, I'm enjoying... I'm enjoying that solo aspect because it's not it's not impossible. It's useful to have the AIs, I guess, but I'm I'm enjoying just being by myself and taking down everyone by myself. Um, I, I'm loving the grind. I know some people aren't. They're not liking you know this uh, the fact that it's like a an RPG element. You know, you pick up a sword. It's not the same type of sword necessarily. You know, the next time you pick up a sword, you know, different guns, different SMGs, different stats. But um, they've got crafting in that game, which I think is great. And I've kind of been dipping my toes into that. But they have, uh, just kind of like the previous Wildlands, they have this um, web. And you can choose who to go after. Um, and I think I may have killed someone I'm not supposed to kill. Um, I got to take on, uh, you know, your best friend who becomes your enemy uh walker excuse me and i believe i was supposed to take on someone else before him because all i did was concentrate on leveling and and then eventually i was like oh i can take this guy on because there's a base here and they've got some toys here that i can pick up and i can pick up some blueprints and end up oh let's fight the guy i'm right here and uh so i've been playing the 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 ghost recon breakpoint and when i i got to that one mission I, you know, because I was going after this base, taking it on, I took on Walker, and I really felt like killing him put me a little too far into the story. Like, I felt like I was supposed to take on other people, but, uh, I mean, I still got other missions I can take on, and we'll see where this goes. I got some cool guns in the meantime. Maybe maybe I'm more ready for in-game than, you know, I'm supposed to be, but I'm still enjoying the game. Yeah, when we were talking uh, yesterday, I I kind of feel I might actually enjoy this one more than for the uh, other Ghost Recon. Yeah, it's it definitely feels like it's a bigger map. Like you can you can go on forever, and uh, that's 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 what makes the the sandbox, in my opinion, a lot better. Is when you have more room to play in. But uh, let's uh, let's get into some news articles here. So, uh, the news articles we get from you guys, uh, thank you very much for sharing those with us. Uh, so let's look at the fact that, uh, Diablo 4 is apparently leaked. We don't talk about that. <laughs> it's leaked in an art book. Um, anyone read that article? Yes, I posted Negative it. Ghost Rider. So, uh, so Damoc. Uh, what do you think about this uh, this unofficial leak um, in this uh, German uh, gaming art uh, magazine where they had an advertisement for Diablo 4 or for a Diablo art book? Uh, it wasn't it wasn't an unconfirmed leak. That's a, a pretty solid leak and everybody knows that Diablo 4 is coming 
anyways. Wasn't like Blizzard was going to stop. They're just probably going to announce something around BlizzCon, which is that in a couple days, a couple months, something I, like that. I think it's in November, so it should be in a couple days. Yeah, we know it's coming. Everybody knows it's coming because, wow, Blizzard is just getting ugh, hit after hit after hit. Their games are failing across the board, legitimately. People are not playing StarCraft 2 competitively. Overwatch is not doing great competitively anymore. Um, Heroes of the Storm is, what, didn't they pull the plug on that shit now? There's not going to be a tournament on it. That's gone off of competitive gameplay. Uh, what, they got Hearthstone, which they haven't released a pack for that in a while, and people have dropped off gaming. Blizzard's hurting. Plus, their announcement of Diablo Mobile last year got them laughed at in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty ridiculous. I was expecting Diablo 4 back then, and then they, it, was, it was like, Diablo Immortals, a mobile game. Ah, oh, fuck. But people are into mobile games. They like that stuff. Um, All right, Cecil. <laughs> not everybody likes that stuff. No, but you know they're they're playing the market, and you know that's the smart business thing to do is to play the market. I mean, I personally hate the mobile scene and think it's absolutely worthless. I think eh. it's good for pooping time. Exactly, that's about it. It's just a shit game. It's like that bathroom magazine. Some people think it's actually like a coffee table magazine, but no, it's a shitter reader. I don't know. There's a couple mobile games that are a little fun, but they are like, I like the, the ones I can hit all the buttons and then turn the phone off for a while and then come back later, little idle games. But no, uh, as far as the, the leak goes, it was a pretty solid picture of the art of Diablo where they definitely showed Diablo 4's logo in there. So we'll see. Yeah, BlizzCon's uh, coming up soon, so we should hopefully know something official from them. Um, but, uh, you might, some of you guys might like this cause I know a lot of you do, uh, steam gaming and some people I know don't like to, uh, have more than one, um, uh, what do you, would you call it? Launcher. Yes, that's it. Launcher. So EA is coming back to steam. They, uh, they, the EA origin originally launched in like 2011, but, uh, now they've, they've officially announced it, the, there was originally some conjecture or someone found a, uh, a test application for running Origin games on Steam. But then EA later today I saw had announced that they are officially um, coming back um, with uh, Jedi uh, Fallen Order is going to be one of the first games that you can play. Uh, that comes out like the 15th of next month. And then along the way they're going to have other games that are going to come over into the... Uh, the Steam Store, so you can now do crossplay. Anyone got thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm not a big player, uh, you know, EA gamer anymore. Like, I think the last time I picked up an EA title was Black Ops Two. I don't remember how long ago that was. Maybe Black Ops One. I play Black Ops. I don't think is EA. I think you're thinking of uh, that's, that's, that's Activision. Yeah, I'm thinking back at Battlefield. Ah, uh, yes. Battlefield Five. I did pick up. I didn't play for too long. Uh, played both the standard version and Firestorm. And Firestorm was interesting. They really need to work on the looting system because when you kill someone, their uh, loot just scatters everywhere. It it's pretty messy. But 
don't know. If they release some interesting titles, I might look at it. But until then, not interested. The last EA game I bought and I had to use Origin. I had just come back from Iraq. I built this computer. I was super excited. I played Battlefield 2. And it was fun for about a month, and I haven't touched another EA game since. So, um, I think it's a good thing that they're doing this because I don't, I think, when I think of PC games, I think of being able to play on whatever. But, you know, obviously I'm learning more about PC gaming um, that you can't necessarily do that. Like with Epic Stores, you can't play those games on Steam. But, What's this whole cross-play between, um, what do you call it, the, uh, I guess it's going to be a cross-play between Origin and Steam? Like, is that, can you really consider something like that cross-play? No, I'm not going to consider that cross-play. I, when, I, when I think cross-play, I'm thinking from a console to a computer, just because you have a, uh, a DRM on your uh, software or whatever, you want to say region locks, so you, whatever on your application that doesn't let you play the same exact game with another person from a different version of the game oh, from a different uh, software vendor that's not crossplay like to me crossplay is like paladins where switch xbox one and pc can all play together and well sorry ps4 doesn't want to join in on the fun so they're excluded yeah Sorry, I thought PS4 was doing some crossplay uh, uh, work. It wasn't just uh, Xbox and PC. And uh, they were supposed to join in on some uh, crossplay stuff, but they haven't yet. They haven't followed through with anything they said from uh, uh, last year's uh, E3. All right. Well, that's. I like to see more of it, but we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, speaking of uh, being able to play on, you know, more than one platform. Or, uh, Death Stranding. I don't know if any of you guys are interested in that, but they're, uh, they're yeah, be coming to... All right, so they're coming to PC. Yes, and I'm glad that uh, the pre-order that I did do got bounced back when I did do that pre-order um, because now that it's going to PC, that's what I'm going to get it on. What about you guys? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to what Death Stranding has. I don't know if I'm going to buy it in, immediately once it comes out. Uh, I might want to see what the game is really like. Uh, if it's a true horror game, I'm going to pick it up. Uh, we'll have to see. I have no idea what the fuck game that is. It's one of those little console peasant games. No, I just, I have no idea. I haven't heard of it. So, I, But I also don't play console. I know a lot of you guys are cross-platform PC to console I don't play console games. There's plenty of them in the other room. I got a Switch. I guess it counts as a console. It does. And unfortunately, they won't uh, sponsor us. No, they won't. And it hurts my feelings. I, I'm i interested in the game, but I'm one of those weird guys that doesn't like playing horror games, but will watch them. Like, I'll watch someone stream, like, Resident Evil. I'll watch someone stream, um... God, what was the other one I watched? Ah, fudge, I can't remember it for the life of me. I'm dying, 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 gone, whatever. Uh, so, Death Stranding's creepy. It's, uh, it's, I guess it's kind of supposed to be what PT was going to be. Uh, that's, I don't really know. I never played PT. Uh, that's the kind of, the gist. 
uh, very, very loosely. Very, very loosely. It has some elements that were in Kojima's uh, idea for it, but it's been reiterated so many times, or revamped, I should say, so many times. It's not the same game that they were originally going to make. Okay. Well, either way, it's it's a creepy game, and I'm looking forward to just the stories. This, you know, like Kojima, I think, does a good job with storytelling in video games. Like, I enjoyed the Metal Gear uh, Solid series, and I'm excited about the little brief um, trailers that he's put out for this game and the kind of the story that seems to be building upon that. Whether or not the actual gameplay will be any good, I probably will never know because I don't want to shit my pants um, watching the game and playing the game myself. But uh, I'm interested for the story. See, like, them bringing this game to PC makes me wish, like, really hard that Sony talks to, you know, their people and start allowing some of their games to go to PC, like, I don't know, maybe Last of Us 2. That, I think, would do amazing on PC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the... I mean, I get why they do these... Um, these really... These um, exclusive titles on, uh, on, their, on their console, kind of like Halo. But, I mean, Halo is now going to PC. And, um, you know, like Naughty Dogs... Uh, has put out some great stuff with The Last of Us and uh, was it uh, Nathan Drake, I believe, is also... Uh, can't think of the name of the series right now. It's just the, the guys, Nathan Drake's the character. Um, but they've had some really great games. Unch- uh, just Cause? No, no it's, it's not un- Just Cause. It's Uncharted. Oh, Uncharted. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's more of like a, it's a cinematic video game. And it was uh, just cause. That's the one with the uh, Latino, like uh, um, freaking Indiana Jones guy, right? Don't know. I never really got into Just Cause. So, but then again, also I've never played Just Cause. So, but I think it's great if they could go into the PC realm with some of these great titles. Like, even if it's going to be, you know, like what they're doing with. Um, uh, Death Stranding, putting it out later. Because Death Stranding is going to come out uh, the 8th of next month. We're not going to see it on PC until early in the summer of 2020. So you've got lots of time to play the game first on PlayStation 4. But heck, have it come out later. Like, do that with the next Last of Us game. That'd be awesome. So uh, Agreed. I don't know too much about graphics cards. Um, I know there's been a big, uh, you know price hike in those over the the last year but uh intel has apparently come out with their uh, xc graphics card uh well they haven't come out with it they're they've announced that they're doing testing on it you guys uh read that article uh negative <laughs> this is uh it's interesting I, I haven't heard any news until this article uh i know that intel has had two graphics cards in testing over the years. Um, I don't remember the names of them, uh, but they've always fallen short for uh, alternative projects because uh, they make internal uh, 
groups compete for a, uh, against one another for funding. So they end up falling flat. So it'd be interesting. Yeah, it sounds like it's, this isn't going to be like uh, the top of your top of the line NVIDIA card or the top of the line AMD card. It's more of it's going to be like mainstream and then they're going to go into later uh, development, uh, some high-end cards. Yeah, but it comes down to price. Like the AMD cards that are out right now are pretty phenomenal. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see like many companies going competitive price-wise on on their product. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice to have a little more competition with that. Um, but, you know, it's just if no one's got the drive for it and they don't want to take, I mean, it's taking a risk sometimes to put your foot into the market and beat some of these, you know, well-known, like, AMD and uh, NVIDIA are the ones that I think of when I think of gaming graphics cards. I don't think Intel has one. I mean, all, all Intel's been is for, like, regular old school computers. That's what I think of. Yeah, they've only ever had integrated. I don't believe they've ever had a uh, consumer-grade uh, graphics card ever released to the public. Yeah, so... Going back to what you guys were talking about earlier with um, uh, Outer Worlds, what do you think about this um, Fallout New Vegas and Outer Worlds uh, connection? Whoa, whoa, hold on a second, man. You're going a little fast there. You want to talk about Intel graphics cards coming into the market. I was letting everybody get it out of their system so I could hog up a little bit of the time here. <laughs> Well, you didn't look like you had much to say, Davok. Okay, we're we're gonna get into a elitist conversation now. Go ahead, Damoc. <laughs> I'm not an elitist, man. I just like nice things from time to time instead of cheap things that you just buy multiple times. No, super excited. Have you been paying attention to the other things that uh, Intel has been doing in the graphics community, uh, specifically? targeting nvidia and making ray tracing possible on integrated graphics process cards what are they, they the cpus are apus right they're integrated graphics on top of the cpu and yeah apus right so now was it ah oh, that's a fucking tank game battle tanks or world, world of tanks. tanks now there's ray tracing without an nvidia card and you can use it using a fucking APU. Does it look the greatest using it without a dedicated graphics card? No, but you no longer have to have a high-end ray tracing graphics card from NVIDIA. Any graphics card is now able to render it pretty nicely. So Intel's looking to take something away from everyone because where are CPUs going? Down the drain. Everybody's using GPUs. Everything is GPU accelerated. Intel knows they're going to have to link their CPUs directly with the GPU and instead of spending extra money going to a competitor like AMD, which they're never going to fucking do, or going to NVIDIA, who, you know, could really be nasty with their GPU business, they can now invest in GPUs, link them with their CPUs, and get the absolute best of both worlds and make a shit ton of money doing it. I want to disagree. I think that uh, Intel would potentially go back to AMD. They've done it in the past. 
when Intel was going to flop and AMD gave them the x86 architecture and it saved the company from, from failure. Yes. So. Like, way back in the day, <laughs> yes. And not was, anymore. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, but yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, developers and, and software engineers are, are utilizing GPUs uh, because there's just more cores to work with uh, when it comes to scientific research and in artificial intelligence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just absolutely makes sense for Intel to really break into the GPU market. And why not have a profitable section of breaking into the GPU market by selling a consumer-grade graphics card? Especially what, the highest AMD card right now is $600 plus, roughly? I think, Zyra, didn't you buy one? Um, I did. I had to send it back. What the fuck, dude? It doesn't fit in my rig. God fucking damn it, dude. There's no room in my Alienware for it. Uh, that sucks. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not how this shit works, dude. <laughs> but, okay. Um, yeah, but it was about 600-ish bucks? Uh, I spent 450 You got the 50, uh, is it the 5600 and the 5700? No, like the uh, ones in I XT? got the 50th anniversary... Is uh four fifty ninety nine whatever the taxes. Okay, but I mean, you're looking at five hundred bucks, and then you're looking at a thousand dollars going the Nvidia side, or at minimum, I think it's like six hundred plus for their shit ass cards, and you might as well just buy the high end AMD and blow the shit out of the water with the shitty Nvidia cards. But it's a perfect market. It's perfect for Intel to get into. Sell them your $1,500 shitty-ass CPU that can't compete with Ryzen, and then sell them a GPU that matches with it that will give you better gaming performance. So, what do you think about them maybe going into the market and... Because, I mean, it talks like... This article talks about how they're not really going to get directly into those high-end cards. They're going to go consumer-grade cards. The idea of having, I know you like nice, fancy things, Damoc, but you talk about some of these devices being like, you know, $400, $600 just for that alone. And you're still not talking about, you know, the rest of the parts for a computer. You're still not talking about, you know, like maybe like an, you know, an SSD, um, cooling fans and all this other stuff. So what about maybe making, you know, like what they did with the ray tracing thing, making gaming a little more accessible. Like, to do a console comparison, which is going to fly over your head, you PC elitist, uh, instead of going with, you know, the Xbox One X, you can still buy just a regular old Xbox. So, when I think consumer market, I'm still putting the 2080 Ti in the consumer market. When I, you know, that, and that's the cream of the crop, they need to compete with that. When you say four hundred six hundred dollar card, you're not competing with uh, with uh, a, uh, Nvidia. You're just competing with AMD, and AMD was always going to undercut their competitor. They're, they play the low game. Uh, I can see them not going for the corporate side, which is the Quadro uh, or whatever AMD's alternative. As I forget the name of it, um, but. Yeah, they they have to have at least a high end card to, to to be up there with the with the twenty eighty Ti at least, and that is the PC elitist and enthusiast. Uh, but it is consumer market. Okay, 
I can believe yeah. that. I mean, look at where they're going to go with it. Processors are no longer sustainable, not at the prices that they're at. Processor sales are plummeting, not for both AMD and for Intel. And AMD right now is crushing Intel and processor sales. They're trying to boost processor sales. Even in that article, they're talking about uh, Intel is going to have to throw money into their processor division because they've got to boost sales numbers and they're not doing it. They're way too overpriced. If you could lower the price of your CPU and then pair it with a GPU, right, that they can make, and it may not be the best GPU on the market, but you can now pair your CPU with a GPU and then you can really get everything working together, then they can throw their billions of dollars towards the gaming industry to quote-unquote optimize for Intel graphics. They could make a killing. They really could. Well, if they're lowering their prices on their G- on their CPUs, I need their uh, coffee like i7 to drop around like 150 bucks so I can upgrade my CPU. And let's not forget that Intel. There was an article released that Intel had saved up three billion dollars to throw at uh, all of their uh, vendors to. Uh, incentivize them to push more Intel products. So we may see cheaper Intel cards. We might see better deals. We, we don't know what we're going to see with that, those, uh, with that saved money, but uh, it's definitely be coming soon. I like your idea, Damoc, doing a, make, making them more compatible and pairing them together. Cause it sounds like a more efficient system to me. It sounds more efficient. Whether or not it actually is more efficient isn't what matters they could start selling their cpus paired with their gpus and those price tags would be like oh you know the cpu we've reduced it in cost it's only six hundred dollars instead of twelve hundred dollars but you have to buy the bundle and it's twenty five hundred dollars because it also comes with this graphics card and now you've got the ultimate gaming setup and it makes perfect sense for them to fucking market it and research and do it that way well underhanded that's that's what that sounds like well, yeah, dude, we're talking about fucking Intel. <laughs> All right. So, so do I have your permission to move on from this topic? Or does anyone got something else to add to this? Okay. So um, so this is for uh, for you guys, who've, since you've played um, Outer Worlds. Um, the next article talks about how there's a, uh, the, there's a link between Fallout New Vegas and Outer Worlds. Like, they talk about... Um, one of the characters and like his, I forget his name. He had like this big plan to colonize other planets and, and Fallout New Vegas. Do you guys, have you played Fallout New Vegas, seen this connection? Do you think this is just kind of Obsidian's just, their touch is Fallout New Vegas and they're going to take that touch and they're incorporating it into their new game? I know that they had Easter eggs with uh, from uh, for Fallout New Vegas. I didn't know there were tie-ins with NPCs uh, within the game, so uh, I really can't say beyond that. The only thing that I've seen that's even remotely Fallout is I think there's bobby pins in you know Outer Worlds, and I was like, is that maybe a, a throwback to Fallout? But I didn't like Fallout New Vegas all that much. I I played through it, and I kind of had to rush myself to play it. I didn't truly wrap myself in it. Outer Worlds, I will say, is far better than Fallout New Vegas, in my opinion. As the characters in Fallout New Vegas, I only remember the android-looking things with that dude's face. And I couldn't even tell you who the fucking dude was 
everybody. Uh, Valentine? Yeah, I guess. The, the synths? Whatever, yeah. The, the fucking... It, it was not memorable. No character in Fallout New Vegas was memorable to me at all. They were instantly forgotten. But I will say the characters in Outer Worlds, the ones that I am running a mission for or doing something is very memorable. After I've passed the mission, I don't really think about the character after that. But while doing it, they are relatively memorable characters. Actually, hold on. Uh, Valentine was Fallout 4. Scratch that. Yeah, see, I couldn't even tell you who the, the dude was for Fallout New Vegas. I just know that they had those robots that had, like, TVs for chests. And that's the only thing I remember about that damn game. And that being, like, a bleak, terrible wasteland of nothing. Was it bleak, terrible wasteland of nothing out there in uh, Outer Worlds? Or does it seem more hopeful? I don't know. So, Co liked New Vegas. He's probably better to ask about it. I like the bandit camps that are out there, and I like the creatures that are out there, but it's not open world exactly, and I think New Vegas, while it wasn't quote-unquote super open world, it was a lot more open than Outer World. Uh, I mentioned I've never played New Vegas. I've only watched my younger brother play it uh, for a period of time. Um, But... um, the follow games in general have been much more open world and uh, kind of feel empty by comparison to the outer worlds. Uh, the outer worlds is much more condensed. Uh, you'll find camps and packs and, and points of interest here and there. The worlds or the, the zones for each world are relatively small, but they've got enough content to keep you going to, to, to each of the points in, in, a, in a map. You got your content dangling. When you say content, do you mean like uh, activities or do you mean like uh, physical content? Because I mean like Fallout's like post, you know, nuclear strike. This is, seems to be, this outer world is supposed to be a, a colonization effort. Yeah, so uh, there's, there's plenty of activities. You'll, you'll uh, mostly through, just like Fallout or whatnot, many of the quests. So you'll be running from different uh cities to uh points of interest you know collecting uh or killing uh specific targets or uh collecting whatever items they're looking for um so yeah it's just much more you know you're not running for 15 minutes to get to that location this time around you you maybe spend like two to three minutes maybe five minutes at most running to a location and you might get diverted here and there to to clear out a camp of bandits or uh, some monsters. Oh yeah, the uh, the progression running through things is quick. I was playing the game on that first map. I did not realize there was fast travel until I got to the spaceship. I was like, oh shit, you don't have to run for far. It's not like it's like, oh shit, I gotta trek way the hell out there to go to this place. It's gonna take me forever. I'm gonna have to fast travel. Nope, I just ran it because there's only two or three minutes and I gotta shoot at shit along the way. That's cool. Um, so, uh, anybody here uh, Sam's Ad- a Samuel Adams fan? Hells yeah. Why not? Uh, okay. So, so uh, have you ever had their, uh, their Utopia's uh, beer? Uh, negative. Okay. So that's apparently, uh, that's apparently, uh, illegal in, uh, 
think it's like 15 states in this country. And I don't think either one, I don't think any of us live in any of these states. Uh, but uh, they've got it illegal in Georgia, West Virginia, Oklahoma, North Carolina, New Hampshire, Missouri, uh, Mississippi, Montana, Idaho, Alabama, Arizona, South Carolina, Utah, Oregon, and Vermont. Uh, why? It's 28 APV. and uh, Oh, nice. 28% APV. Uh, I think it, it's, there's some, there's like, there's usually an alcohol content limit when it comes to like your liquor or your, uh, your license to sell. So like public sells. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can fucking smokey and bandit that shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Who's in? Who's in? Uh, Who can okay. drive a rig? Uh, beer utopia runner. Is that what we're going to call ourselves? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, some of these states are close, but some of these are like you know, like they're far flung. You know, like Arizona. I'm right next to the Vermont. You guys, come on up. You All said right. North Carolina was one that couldn't have it, right? North and South, actually. Oh shit, man! I'm well, there too we far go. Away. I go down to Virginia. We hop into a very fast car, like Cecil's Mustang, running mm-hmm. block for Damoc and Co. Driving the trailer down to you know, see you, Blue. Yeah. You you just gotta make sure you don't get caught in, on your way, and uh, I think Georgia too. But uh, again, I it's they make like a uh, hundred casks of these thing of this beer, and uh, they bottle it by hand. I mean, this is I think this thing came out four or five years ago, and it's like the cream of the crop for them. Which how much? Thinking back on it now. It, it makes sense that they bought uh, Dogfish Head, or they they've merged with Dogfish Head Brewery. But yeah, twenty eight APV beer, and uh, you can't get it in uh, fifteen out of the fifty states. So, are they charging an arm and a leg for it? Are they doing it in a big bottle, a twelve ounce bottle, a four pack? What's the deal? So it's not a a, a traditional bottle. It's uh, it's got this weird kind of uh, how to describe this shape. It looks like a still, like a copper still. Um, so let's see here. Okay, I'm looking at the picture. Twenty five point four ounces in a custom bottle, and it's a pale amber. It's two hundred and ten bucks a bottle. Whoa. Yeah, screw that. <laughs> you can get fucked, Sam Adams. Like, I want 28% ABV, and that's why I've got Dogfish Head 120 sitting in the fridge that's going to age for a couple years, and I got the new Dogfish Head Stout Crazy One that I already drank one of, and those are aging. That is not no 210 fucking dollars. Oh, yeah, you bought that uh, that really barley heavy one. World yeah, stout. the world famous stout or whatever or whatever they're calling it. Yeah, man, I don't, I can't justify fifty bucks for four bottles or whatever I, it is. I drank I do one it for uh, one twenty. So what about the two hundred and ten dollar bottle? <laughs> that yeah, no, no. I mean, I never liked Boston Lager. I, I've had one of their beers. It's their uh, I think it's Cold Snap. I like that one. But beyond those, Dogfish Head could convince me 
to buy that beer at some point in my life, but Utopias, uh, I don't know. I'd like to try it, just to say I've tried it, but I don't know if I want to pay that much money for that limited Jesus release. Christ. But if you never try it, you don't know if it's the best beer you've ever had. You gotta pay the money. You're right. <laughs> but if it is the best beer I've ever had and it ruins all the other beers for me, then fuck am I going to be broke. <laughs> Fair enough. You're an engineer. You can afford it. Yeah, but I don't know if I need to waste money. That is a waste. That is truly a waste. Now, we got a keg of 120 and took it up to the Mass and Nutton trip. Zyra was there drinking off of it. Shadow was there drinking off of it. Cecil was there drinking off of it. I was there. God was there. Like, the girls were there. It, like, we were all drinking that keg. A keg of 120, which Dogfish Head goes, says it's about 20 to 30% ABV when it's brewed in a keg like that because they can't regulate what it is, was 390 bucks split between a couple people. And we drank that keg for the entire four days. And then poor Cecil had to haul it back to his house and continue to drink the rest of it over that month period and he did not keep it cold and I felt so bad but he wasn't going to waste it and still 390 bucks a keg it lasted forever this beer yeah he chewed it back he really chewed it back I'm the only one who likes a, a, a room temperature beer I enjoy room temperature beers oh very much so okay fair enough yeah, dude, I will drink a warm temperature beer. It depends on the type of beer that it is. A stout? Absolutely fucking not. I will not drink a warm stout. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, he was going to it and he's like, oh, man, I think it's kicked. Nope, it's not. Another picture <laughs> going in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. You've got to be talking about a keg 120-minute IPA. <laughs> That's what we were talking we about. Are. <laughs> How'd you know, ladies and gentlemen? I heard you. I heard you. I felt like my ears were burning. I'm like, they're talking about me. I need to get in there and talk about me, too. And and ladies and gentlemen, as we've just proven, Cecil was not buried in a coffin six feet underground. And by the way, I am broadcasting from a coffin six feet underground. That's a pretty nice coffin you got there, bud. It's amazing. Well, we had to go state of the art. I mean, we couldn't leave him down there with nothing. All right, Cecil, would you pay $210 for a 25.4-ounce bottle in this custom bottle for Samuel Adams' Utopias? 28 uh, ABV. Yes. Hands down, yes. Have you done that before? Have I spent that much money on booze? Yes. No, no, no. Have you bought that beer before? No, I've been searching for it, though, ever since I posted that article. Oh. Okay. So you, you were willing to spend that money on it. Okay. I am, I am full on winning. Like, dude, exotic beers give me wood. Like, I, I want to try them. <laughs> I want to pour them in my mouth. I want to feel it dribble down my chin. I can confirm and I can agree. All right. Uh, you want to come pick it up? Uh, they do have it. It is a little overpriced than what the website has it for. It is $250 or $249.99. It is here in stock. Where? Where the fuck do you think? It's at Total, Total Wines. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Total called Wines got Fredericksburg things. Total Wine the day I put that in because I went on their website for the finder and it was nowhere to be found. I called Total Wine and they said they did not have it in. Check again. 
It's like the same time you called that one guy about that SCNS. Maybe, maybe they stocked it up now. Who knows? I, if you, dude, I swear to God, if anybody says the word DNS right now, I will drive to their house and choke them out. I mean, <laughs> I'll be I'll be stroking them while I do it because you know auto DNS and all that stuff. DNS Can we get a beer before you choke me out? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So DNS. I'm going to skip over the the kind of the lame article about the Stella holiday beer. Yeah, Stella's coming out with a holiday beer because I want to keep on this track about spending a lot of money on alcohol. Do divides. Maxim Magazine had put an article out about a bottle of McCallaghan 1926 scotch. Does anybody want to guess, because I'm assuming y'all didn't read the article, how much this bottle cost? 20 grand. Do you want me to guess or do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Of course I looked at it. Uh, I'm going to guess in the $2 million ballpark. Okay. What about you, Damoc? Oh, it's $1.9 million. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah, $1.9 million for a, was a 60-year-old bottle of scotch. You can get, um, let's see here, a, uh, a 700-milliliter bottle. With 45 15-milliliter pours. 45 pours from a $1.9 million bottle of scotch. Fuck, is that even worth it? No. I... I Damn. No. I want <laughs> it. I want it bad, but... Yeah, there's no fucking way. I don't have $1.9 million to fucking spend on a single bottle of scotch. But I would do it just to have the smallest sip of it. So I can watch Cecil watch me drink it. How much would that cost you, Damoc, for that one sip? Something around like $40,000 probably. Like 15 milliliters ain't much. Well, I'd say, you know what? Truthfully, if I bought it and I had that great alcohol, it would be a celebration type thing. I would break it out and everybody with me would have a great sip out of it. Just take a fucking swig out of the bottle. Don't be a bitch. Dude, no, no. If I were there... I, I, w- I would smack you and be like, no, no. We would take an eyedropper out and I'd be like, everybody gets a single drop on their tongue and that's it. <laughs> you can't now, even it. Now, the thing, though, is when you look at the bottle, you'd have to mine the pubes around the rim of the of the bottle. You might get one in your shot or in the eyedropper, whichever way you do it. Don't pay any mind to that. Just Just going to be a little frothy in there pubes are you kidding me they'd be ass hairs because i would bend over and fuck myself with it because i would have already got <laughs> fucked with the price <laughs> exactly uh see i couldn't do that let's say i had millions of dollars to burn just to burn i could not justify buying that because it's gonna one it's not gonna last that's just gonna go and it's two gonna you're fast. you're like nine Nine hundred thousand off. It was one point nine million, right? Yeah, one point nine million. Yeah, a million dollars wouldn't cover it. No, I said millions of dollars to burn. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, if I had millions of dollars to burn, um, and then two, it's. I like uh, Damox got the right idea. Share it with people, you know. But God damn it, I'd be a stingy bastard about that. I, I hate to say it. I, I, I'm. I'm. You know, I'll share a lot of different stuff, but when it comes to stuff that's really that expensive, it's got to be it's got to be the right group of people because otherwise, I'm like, 
yelling worth that much money. I, I was going to say, so we're not uh, the right group of people. Oh, that hurts. I was going to say, uh, I would share my wife before I shared that whiskey. <laughs> it's going to be one of these things. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Zip. Jesus fucking Christ. First off, if any of us had the $1.9 million to piss away on alcohol, yeah, I, I mean... You're pissing your way on alcohol, dude. You might as well mm-hmm. just fucking share it and goddamn enjoy it. Pick your group of friends. Don't be like, oh, it's some fucking random hobo that is just like <laughs> thirsty on the side of the road who wants booze. Here you go. No, I mean, pick your friends, but go out and have fun and drink the shit or else it's $1.9 million wasted. Now, I got to disagree with you here because if I actually had that bottle of booze just to piss off all of my friends, I would find a hobo on the side of the street and like drink swigs with them and i'd make sure to get selfies and video just to be the dick like i'd have to be that way now now that now that you're like don't find a hobo now i have to find a hobo all right uh so you just heard it and it is now fucking sealed in stone cecil's first 1.9 million dollars that he ever makes and saves will go towards that bottle and we will just take pictures of him sharing it with a fucking hobo and and he'll probably end up fucking the hobo, and that's some content we could throw on Pornhub and make a little money. Right. I'm going to laugh when he wins, like, a little bit of the lottery next week, and he gets, like, $2.6 <laughs> in his winnings and now has to go and buy that bottle of scotch. Now, I didn't say I'd spend my first $1.9 million. You said that. Oh, that, that. was it. Yeah. No, you, no. you get $1.9 to spend. You're doing it. No, no, no. No. No, no, no. And this is why we kept Damoc on the show, to trigger Cecil. (laughs) Dude, I was triggered before I got here. I'll tell you after the show why. All right. So, Hey, uh, hey, Cecil, I'm having trouble with my DNS. I will rape your eye socket. (laughs) So uh, moving on to other articles about DNS and uh, the most expensive Pokemon card. Talking about uh, expensive shit. Charizard. It is not Charizard. Um, it was a, uh, Pikachu illustrator card that was given out to, um, some, uh, comic contest, uh, winners in Japan in the nineties. You're right. I forgot. Yeah. This card go- went for two hundred and twenty four hundred five or two hundred and twenty four, uh, th- uh, five hundred thousand dollars. Sorry. Long day. Um, and, uh. Florida math. <laughs> and uh, apparently they only made uh, 39 of these original cards. Um, yep. And there's only like 10 of them left in it. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the washer machine or the dog that uh, got rid of those other 29. But uh, what do you guys uh, What do you guys think of that? I always thought it was that freaking foil uh, Charizard that was the most expensive. I never even knew about that. The like uh, special thirty, like nine print or whatever, Pikachu or whatever it is. Uh, All I know is that it would be very difficult to fuck myself with a trading card. But again, with price, that's what I'd have to do with it. <laughs> I don't think any piece of cardboard is worth uh, anything more than maybe twenty bucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. And 20 bucks is pushing, honestly. I love the illustrations in most TCGs, um, but when you get into hundreds of dollars per card, you, you've exceeded my willingness to collect those cards. 
Well, like the other night, I found out one of my cards that I pulled is worth $20 and 50 cents. And you're right. I, I, I have, I have collected cards for, for well over a decade, whether it be uh, Magic the Gathering or, or Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Vanguard. I've, I've collected for various TCGs and, uh, I will buy booster boxes. And if I pulled that card, awesome, I might sell it or I might just hold it on and collect it and, and see if the price goes up. But I won't spend more than 20 bucks on a card uh, as a single card. Oh, yeah. I won't I won't go out and buy, like, single cards. I'll buy uh, blisters and whatnot. That's about it. If I pull the card, I pull the card. If not, fuck it. Yeah, I'd rather rather burn the money on buying blisters trying to get a rare card than spend that much money on a single card. I mean, I'm not one of these crazy collectors of rare antiquities and, you know, like comic books that, you know, like, oh, the only, you know, like first edition and all this. Oh, screw it, man. Story's good. Read it. I ain't going to spend more than someone paid when they originally came out with the damn thing. Are we really getting back into the friggin' loot boxes conversation again? There you guys are with blister packs. Just go to the Epic Store and start buying loot boxes all over the place, guys. Why is it going to be the Epic Store? Boxes. I mean, <laughs> Steam I started it. The conversations on that. <laughs> no, no, no. The blister packs are tangible items. Everything you buy in a loot box from the Epic Store is uh, digital Whoa. fake. Let's back up here. Steam started at first in, in, in North America with loot boxes for Counter-Strike and Team Fortress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. They did. But uh, I don't know. Damoc, what do you think? Would you ever spend uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars on a piece of cardboard? Um, a Pokemon yes. cardboard. Well... I wouldn't spend it on Pokemon cardboard, but I would ship another pair of pink headphones to Zyber. <laughs> <laughs> I would tr- I would chip in on that. I would chip in on that. And you know what? I would not feel bad this time when he opened them up and he got all mopey. I would be perfectly fine with it because I know all right. those bows would be coming in the next day. <laughs> all right. All right. Here's the thing, though. If you're going to do it, make sure they're Diva headphones. That way, while I'm rocking out in an empty uh, Overwatch server, at least I can look good. We're going to send you Dre's. Oh, dude, you were looking so hot in them. Oh, yeah, bud. Oh, yeah. Um, So we were talking about this before. What was it? I was always wondering, what was it going to take? What did Disney have to do to get me to contemplate day one buying this uh, Disney Plus um service and uh i'm starting to think that they uh they're they're putting up a good argument uh i don't know if the rest of you guys read this but uh obi-wan star wars series anybody look into that what are your thoughts on that zyber um it's it's been a long time coming and i can't wait to see uh ewan mcgregor uh take up the role again what about you cecil i actually just saw i'm i'm excited for it i actually just saw an advert for the Mandalorian? Yes, the Mandalorian. And that, that got me almost as hard as Exotic Beers did. Yes. Now, Mandalorian, isn't that a movie, not a series? It's a series, I believe, that's going to be on the Disney Plus and cover uh, the reemergence of someone that's supposed to be dead. I'm excited. Is it a red and black 
individual? You'll just have to find out. <sighs> yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I never did. I don't know if they've ever tied up what happened to him. Um, what co- what, co- what you're talking about? What happened to him? I mean, they they've they the what was it? The solo movie touched on him a little bit, but really don't know what happens to him after all of that. Well, ever since Disney kind of made the books uh, not canon, uh, we assume he's dead. But if you go by the books, he is still alive and he has cybernetic legs. Yeah, they touched on that in the animated series, the Clone Wars. Yeah, that's true. Right. And the Clone Wars, I believe, are canon. It's true. Fair enough. Are they? Is it only the books that aren't canon anymore? It's just the, the movies? The extended universe is no longer canon. Basically, all the stuff that was written by just every author and under the sun, and they said, yeah, yeah, sure, make it. it. It was So, it was always, back in the day, it was always assumed that they were not canon because there were no actual books being released. And then there were no books being released, and it just kept going. And, you know, I think George Lucas said how, how great the fan fiction was. But I think he even referred to it as fan fiction at the time. So it was kind of one of those... It wasn't a surprise when the new movies came out when they said, oh, yeah, all that extended universe stuff, it's no longer true. Because it never really was. Yeah. Uh, they solidified it. They put the final nail in the coffin on that. I mean, Audible's got some great productions on some of those uh, non-canon. I think they called them legacy uh, series. Yeah, I mean, I, I've listened to a few of them. I've read a few of the actual books. I love them. I actually l- love them more than, like, people are probably going to hate me, more than the actual, like, movies themselves. The, just the progression through and how, like, they go over all the family ties. I love it. Dude, one of the biggest things that I loved about the Extended Universe was the New Jedi Order, starting with Vector Prime, went to Dreadnought. Um, It was actually the first time in the Extended Universe where they actually killed off a main character. Yeah, uh, actually, the Extended Universe started when you brought up the whole Yizit Vong. Well, yeah, and, and that's New Jedi Order is actually one of the things that they brought in a new villain or a new, like, evil species that I thought was an amazing concept was the Uzen Vong. They were a force neutral uh, race that they literally, you know, you couldn't force push them. They had no force around them. So the force didn't touch them. Everything they hated mechanical stuff. So everything that they used was not, uh, was all organic. Oh yeah. It was all bio. Yeah. It was really wild. Like their ships were grown out of coral. Their weapons were like these snakes that when they, you know, massage them some one way, you know, stick the thumb up their butt, they get all rigid and they can be a staff, but they bash people or they, you know, take their thumb out and it like snakes off and it hits people. It was pretty, it was pretty wild. Yeah. Um, that like whole line right there got me interested in that fiction and wanted to like jump back to before all that happened. But yeah, I, I kind of miss it, but eh, this, this new stuff coming out on, uh, Disney Plus, um, yeah, I, I I can't wait to see where it goes. Cheaper than Netflix, cheaper than Hulu commercial free, cheaper than fucking Amazon Prime, right? Because you can buy the year for sixty nine ninety nine, 
and you're getting Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and I, they're advertising National Geographic as their other thing. And keep in mind, what does Disney own? Or who does Disney own? It's Disney. It's Pixar. It's Lucas. Fox. It's Marvel. It's Freeform. It's ABC. It's ESPN. It's FX. It's now Fox because they're advertising all 30 years or 30 plus seasons of Simpsons. Man, um, seven bucks a month. And hold on. Aren't, aren't they uh, having a partnership now with Sony? I don't know if that's coming to the Disney Plus thing or if Sony's going to try and hash out one of their own things. Cheaper than next uh, than Netflix and Amazon Prime and still not going to buy it. But is it commercial free at that price, Damoc? That I do not know, but I would imagine as a streaming platform and doing it the way that Disney's doing it, it's going to be... So I watch a lot of shit on Amazon Prime and they have Amazon Prime ads. Right, so I know that the new Jack Ryan season two is coming out on the first. I'm really excited for that one, all right? Because I love the first one. I'm really looking forward to the Expanse season four, right? Because that's coming out, and I think it's coming out soon. I just haven't seen a fucking preview for it in a bit. But that, so I will watch the Amazon videos, and then I don't mind seeing an advertisement for the upcoming Amazon shows. Right, but it's before the show. It's not during the show. Correct. It is before the show plays. See, now, everybody's really down on advertisements. I really didn't... I didn't realize how much I was missing with advertisements when I don't see them. Because I didn't realize how many video game advertisements that I used to see. I don't. I didn't realize how many... Like, I didn't even know, like... Like, shit, the McRib came back for a time, and I didn't even realize it. And then it went away, and then it came back again. That whole time, I was unaware. I could have been getting McRibs the whole time. You tell me the McRib came back, and I missed it. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm telling what I'm talking about. No, I mean, I, I, I agree with you, Damoc. I, I, I really I really dig those uh, the advertisements at the beginning that tell me about their shows. That's one of the reasons why I like how Netflix, when you first start up, it immediately starts playing a trailer of whatever thing you stop on. Because every now and then when I read the description, I'm always going... Well, geez, do I want to watch that? And then I'm thinking, because like the description sounds awesome. Then I see the actual footage and I'm like, oh God, that's not even, that's not even like found footage style. That's, that's like, that's like literally some people found some footage, some home videos. Like that's literally home videos, not, not mock home videos, you know, or I'd listen to it and it's like, oh, they're speaking Italian. I don't speak Italian and I can't read right now because I'm doing homework. Let's move on to the next one. I would prefer spending that money on the McRib than spending on the Disney's subscription. <laughs> also agreed. Really? Yeah. Why is everybody so against the Disney subscription? I think it's just me, mostly. But, uh, you know, okay, Fox, ESPN, okay, I don't watch sports. Fox, there's nothing on Fox I want to watch anymore. God damn it, dude. The 49ers are 7 and fucking oh, baby. We're going. No, I mean, I don't, I don't knock them for trying to get their piece of the pie. The streaming TV market right now is huge. Yeah. But, you know, I really, I, I thought, I personally thought that the, the content that Netflix was coming out with is fantastic. I, I like a lot of their content. I like a lot of the movies that are coming out. Some of them are shit. I mean, not everything is gold, but I like a lot of the stuff that's coming out. A lot of the stuff that Amazon's got coming out, I like a lot of that stuff. 
And my fear is that as this market starts to grow and there's more and more and more competition, it becomes oversaturated. You've got a juggernaut like Disney right now who is literally going to be able to buy their way into the market. They, they, they hands down, are going to just be able to buy their way in. And my fear is that they're going to buy their way in, really like get everybody else to drop their their costs to try to keep up like at this at this price point that disney's going at they're not i don't think they're going to be able to pay for the servers and for the infrastructure that they're going to need to maintain so i think what's going to happen is they're going to go in the red to try to muscle everybody out because everybody else is going to have to drop down and then we're going to lose those great content from like netflix maybe not amazon because i think amazon could keep up with them for a time and just be like oh well we're going to drop ours take a loss just to say F you, Disney. But I, I think at some point in time, they're just going to go, well, you know, F this noise. We're making plenty of money over here. We don't need to keep losing money over there. Uh, I, I see them doing what Netflix did when they first started. They started out at a very um, cost-friendly rate and then over time jacked it up. Oh, hey, we're raising a dollar. Oh, hey, we're raising it dollar uh, fifty now. Oh, hey, guess what? It's $2 more. But you've been getting, just like with Steam, though, you've been getting more for your dollar. I mean, you've been getting more. I I think I pay like, what, 11, Right, I'm not bucks? saying that, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that we're not going to get more, but I think they're going to go that route. They're going to, like... I could see that. So, let's put, you know, put in this perspective, if you pay 12 bucks, 11, 12 bucks for your Netflix uh, subscription... Had I continued just about about that? Had I continued to maintain my Netflix subscription when I had it back in like 2011, it would have been six bucks a month. To- it would have gone up. Yeah, it would have it would have forcibly went up because I've had my Netflix since they started. I was getting DVDs back when, and when they first went streaming, I got on board with that. So there was no grandfathering. Yeah. You you, nope. you you were no, forced no, to no grandfather. Oh, okay, I start. Yeah, when I started, it was four ninety nine. Yeah, I think I was getting one DVD. <laughs> I think it was like four ninety nine. And yeah. it was great. I'd get one DVD in. Uh, we'd watch it over the weekend. We'd send it back, and you know, then we'd have another movie night. We'd swap it back and forth, back and forth. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, and then they uh, introduced the streaming, and I was like, okay, hey, get this uh, DVD for your uh, uh, Nintendo Wii. Get this DVD for your uh, PlayStation 3. All right, I got them. Then started streaming and said, you know, screw the uh, physical disc. Streaming is a little cheaper now than the discs. And progressively, the streaming, um, well, went up. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they've got inflation, you know, happens. And so, you know, we see inflation of cost. And then there's also, they've added to Netflix. Netflix, what used to be, you know, a service streaming other shows now they're starting to create their own stuff and you know they've created some good stuff you know daredevils uh luke Luke cage the first season i think is really good and then they're also you know stranger things is holding up really well yeah but um i I don't know about disney i i have a feeling that they're gonna do what cecil's talking about they're they're gonna go low and then they're gonna you know they're gonna like draw you in get you addicted like the first one's on us and then they're going to just start doing, you know, the steady hike. Or they're going to do a drastic hike. Um, things like Amazon Prime, I think, hiked up like five or ten bucks on me once. 
Yeah, Amazon Prime went up in price quite a bit, and it was a, a pretty drastic jump. It was like $70 to $90, and now it's what? I think it's 110 or something crazy. See, now, I would I mean? be okay with Disney if they came out and like they had maybe a mix of features of some of the things that we're finding on Netflix right now. I would be I would be a little bit more apt to go and purchase that service or back that if I got some of those little creature comforts that were coming along with it. Because, I mean, Disney's already got the content. I mean, Netflix has made a name for themselves now having some really great content. But Disney's already got the content, so I'm not really worried about that. But now I'm looking at it and saying, okay, well, all that content, I mean, let's be perfectly honest here. Most of the content that they have that they're going to backlog on there, I've already seen it. I've probably already seen it a lot. So it's not like I'm going to be rushing back out to rewatch all of it. Now, the new content, I'm interested in it. Is the new content enough to bring me over there? Nah, maybe. Maybe if they got some of those creature comforts to go along with it, that might sweeten the pot to make me actually make that jump over there. But honestly, I mean, I have Hulu and Netflix right now and Amazon Prime. If I were to drop one of those, I could easily incorporate Disney in there if, it, if they made it worth my while. I dropped Hulu. Uh, I think Hulu has become an absolute worthless service. I was paying for the commercial free one and I legitimately just stopped watching anything and everything on Hulu. I watch Netflix. I watch Amazon Prime. So I get I get Hulu now free with my Spotify. So I just left it there with that. Now, I, I guess since I already pay for Spotify and I just got that Google Home for free. So it should be here in a couple days or a week or something. Uh, maybe I should look into it. Is it the one with ads or without ads? It's, it's with ads. That's a free service from Hulu. No, Hulu does not have a free streaming service. Uh, yeah, they do. Not, not to all their content. Mm-hmm. I think they've had trials in the past where you could watch for free, but you, you've had to pay a baseline price to get streaming on Hulu, with, and it's with commercials, and then you have to pay an extra premium to get no. it without at that's, that's incorrect. Hulu was, free. Hulu was free and they had premium content, but you could watch a lot of content for free. I remember I used to use Hulu and my biggest gripe was, well, I wasn't paying for it, but uh, uh, for example, they, they had <clears throat> purchased the rights to stream all of South Park's content and you can still watch all of South Park's content for free with ads uh, as far as I'm aware. Um and there used to be some shows you could watch for free uh, within Hulu. Uh, but you, you would need the subscription to get it for their premium content. It looks like they made a change a couple years back. But for the first couple years that... Um, it says for the past couple years, they've been completely free and supported with ads. So Hulu was free at the time that I first saw it. Yeah, it was uh, free at one point in time. Right. Right. All and right, now it's question. not. Uh Fox, they they own Star Trek, right? Fox Studios? I believe so. So since that is now Disney, would that be on the plus then? Paramount Pictures owns Star Trek. Oh, and okay. It's CBS that inherited the rights, and CBS is not owned by Disney. I think it's NBC, or is it CBS that's owned by Disney? Shit. Because I, I want to watch that new uh, Star Trek series. Well, not really new, but the latest Star Trek series. Well, I think you just said it was owned by Disney. Mm, yep, no. uh, one of the last that's owned. Uh, CBS Television is owned by the Walt Disney Company. So, yes, Star oh, Trek excellent. is owned by that. But the movies apparently are Paramount. So, 
I don't know how much of Paramount Disney. Right, owns. right. I'm, I'm talking about a series. So if that's going to be on Disney, that's content I would, I'd pay like a month for to watch, let alone the Mandalorian and the Obi-Wan story. Which that Obi-Wan story is not coming out until later. Like they don't actually don't have an official date for that. They're saying sometime around, I think like 2020. And then I think Disney Plus is coming out when day mock? Uh, it's got a countdown on their website for when Disney Plus comes out. And it says 13 days, 9 hours, 59 minutes, and 22 seconds. All right. There you go. You've heard it officially here on the GNA podcast. Your plug-in for the Disney Plus release times. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached that point in the show where I've got to end this or cecil is going to kill me for going over and uh i would just like to say sorry we didn't get to all the articles um so uh if you we didn't get your article post it for next week and we'll uh, we'll tackle it then but uh hopefully you've enjoyed the show um if you don't like my performance uh that i've done for this show please email us uh at uh gna in your dna or gna podcast at gna in your dna dot one we'd love to hear about how horrible i've done on this show we'd love to get your emails please email us um if you're enjoying the show um please be sure to subscribe rate and review on your favorite podcast app these reviews and um, help other people find this show and the subscriptions help us show that you support us um, and you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Podcast Attic, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, YourListen, and Spotify. Uh, you can also um, find us on YouTube as well. We upload theirs. And um, if uh, you could, drop us a follow on Twitter and uh, Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast. And apparently, I've forgotten questions. Did we? Even Not have... only did you forget questions, but somebody else owes some shots for these questions. Oh crap! How many? No, shots? we don't have questions for one ninety-five. Yeah, we do. We all... the we questions don't? that I didn't do. Okay, we talked about Sword and Shield. We've talked about. Uh, my voice input not being captured on Steam and knowing that... And we talked about photography. And we talked about the 5G... Uh, yeah, we've got no questions. <laughs> yes! Oh, good. I don't have to try. Yeah, we've it's covered awesome. those. Maybe right. uh, Cecil didn't take his shots on those questions during that one episode. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we covered questions. How many? Uh, um, <laughs> 26. Okay, you, you good sir, can lick my numbers. <laughs> no, three. <laughs> three. Three? All right, hang on. Yes. So, um, but hey, Blue Shark, where can you be found? Oh, no, 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 no. We're not there yet, my good sir. Uh, you, sir, can join us the first of every month, first Saturday of every month, excuse me, uh, at mixer.com slash GNA podcast. Uh, for our uh, monthly game show night where you can come play games with us and potentially win downloads for games. Don't forget Extra Life. Jesus Christ, dude. That better not be Mad Dog 2020 that you're trying to take shots of, you oh, fucking 16-year-old. Yeah. 
yeah. Oh, so Cecil's taking his shots, and I'm going to talk to y'all about the fact that you've missed Extra Life by listening to this show. Extra Life is happening November 2nd, but just because you've missed Extra Life and the 24 hours stream that GNA podcast explicitly more Cecil and Josh of all trades is going to be doing. You can still help GNA podcast reach its goal oh God, by donating uh, at extralife.com and looking for GNA podcast. The, uh, the charity uh, is going to run all the way to the end of this year. So as long as you get your donations in before December 31st, you can help support one of these children's hospitals that are part of the Children's Miracle Network. And basically, your donations help support research. They help pay for funding so that parents can either get discounted procedures for their children's or they can get the procedure completely covered by the Children's Miracle Network. And it's a great thing. You should help out these six kids. Um, sick these kids. Six kids. Sick yeah. kids. Yeah, we're only helping out six <laughs> kids. Six specific kids. The rest of those because kids. Because we can't fuck you. help. Because <laughs> we can't afford to pay for more than six kids with what we're raising. That tasted horrible, by the way. That that <sighs> even hurt me. Ah, I've never had that stuff, but it makes me think of things like Jaeger. Um, so do you like anime? Because I like anime. Damoc likes anime. Cecil likes anime. Uh, so join us. Every Wednesday night at 19.30 Eastern Standard Time on cast.gg, where we host our weekly community anime night. And uh, I'm dying here because I cannot remember it for the life of me. I just remember the really risque Hensuki that we watched uh, last week. And uh, okay, so the new one we started is Aiyori Aoshi, and we are on, we're in like episode four of that. It's a story of a young man who comes across this girl who's trying to drag back into um, uh, the family that he's left in order to get married. Uh, it's got a, it's kind of like a rom com element with a little more uh, inappropriate uh, schoolboy thoughts. But uh, be sure to join us uh, on uh, on cast.gg, we post the link in our Discord, which you can find a link for our Discord on the pinned tweet on Twitter. Um, hmm. So, I gotta pick someone this time. And I gotta wonder, who can handle this task as we talk about one of our partners? Co, why don't you tell us about Humble Bundle? We have partnered with Humble Bundle. <laughs> Uh, That's it, right there. <laughs> That's all you get to know. <laughs> and Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service that we, G&A, have partnered with. You purchase games like you normally would, but with a twist. You choose what part uh, part goes to the publisher, to Humble Bundle, or to charity. You can give it all to charity if you want, or none of it. It's your call. Throw that question mark, partner equals G&A podcast at the end of your Humble Bundle link before you buy to let them know that we have sent you that way. So far this month, we have raised... How much, Cecil? Jesus Christ, I didn't post it. I did post it. You guys just keep fucking typing past it. $45.58, mofos. We raised $45.58 through our partnership with Humble Bundle. I just said that. Why did you say I just said it. And and that's going to Extra Life Charity. Uh, so the Children's Miracle Network gets that money. Um, we'd like to take this time to say 
thank you to uh, Morgan BS Photography for our photography and our new logo. Uh, you can check out uh, Morgan BS Photography at morganbs.com. Uh, again, please, please, I've done a horrible job doing the host of this show. Please send us an email at gna podcast at gna or dna along with any hey go ch- go check the email dude along with any questions comments or death threats we'd love to hear from you and apparently what you want me to check the email because we've got more spam i think there might be something in there just take it again though oh yeah yeah screw you bud <laughs> love you <laughs> you don't count I never count. Uh, um, and uh, you count to me. <laughs> and last but not least, be sure to check out our website at www. I don't know if I would spend the two hundred and forty-five ninety-nine or whatever it is to pre-order that shit, but I did find it for you, Cecil. It is pre-order of that Sam Adams. It comes out every year. I posted the shit in the Discord. Dot com. Every other year, bitch. They say every year. Fuck you. Or GNAPodcast.com. Alright, good night, everybody. Bye, have a good night. Good night. You can't find me anywhere. Don't worry about it. It's all good.